Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. Season 11, Episode 7. This is Running Excuses, Conventions with Gail Carriger. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry, and we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Howard. I'm Dan. And we have special guest, Gail Carriger. Hi, Gail. Hello. How are everybody? We are at Worldcon. <laughs> Excellent. And we are going to be recording this... Uh, this panel about conventions, well, this uh, podcast, <laughs> which is quite appropriate. Um, we've often on the podcast recommended that new writers, particularly in science fiction and fantasy, try attending some of the conventions. Um, and Gail actually pitched this because she has a little kit here. I do. I do a lot of conventions. I love conventions because I grew up in fandom, so I just switched attending to being a pro, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, which is almost Twice as good. <laughs> no offense um, but to the I, rest of you. Sorry, guys. One point uh, eight times as good. One point eight. Yeah. yeah. Well, as much fun as you're having now, just imagine how much fun you would have as a pro. So there you go. You can just imagine. People that. buy you drinks. Mm. <laughs> That's the point eight. So. <laughs> Blood alcohol level. Yeah. <laughs> No, but this is actually important stuff because attending these conventions can be intimidating. Um, and there can be things that you're not prepared for, both as an aspiring writer, just as a fan, as a pro, um, that they kind of hit you upside the head. I know the main one that, that I was surprised by is how easy it is to get sick. Yes. Oh, man. Oh. And the, they call it con crud, and it gets you. Do you have anything in your kit to deal with that? I'm oh. wearing them. There you are. Which are, for those not benefiting from the live feed, no, <laughs> we don't actually have one of those. Uh, I always wear gloves at conventions. Uh, I have a 1950s, 1940s style that I wear already, so the gloves go with my look. But it, I really think they help me exponentially. I know Scalzi, for example, uses Purell, and there's, yeah. there's, there's little Purells everywhere. They've got, the convention place, uh, centers have figured this out now. Uh, another recommendation I have are individual wet ones. They have a little antibacterial. I, I think they're a little bit more effective than the, than the rubs because uh, you can also use them as a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, the glove thing will match Dan's uh, l- late 80s Michael Jackson yeah, outfit. Yeah, yeah then I have to make sure to only ever use one hand. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Imagine how sinister it would be if you guys all wore like black leather gloves. <laughs> No, this, this, is a, this is a real issue. In fact, I know a lot of the, uh, the movie stars that I've talked to that go to cons, they say they do fist bumps instead of handshakes, mm-hmm. specifically because of this. So if you walk up to one of them and sh- go to shake their hand, they do a fist bump. That's why. They don't want to be patient zero, shake one person's hand, and then spread to the next 50 fans um, some sort of disease. I, I'm all about the fist bumps as well because about one handshake in 100 is that crushing grip that prevents me from drawing for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's an enemy artist. 
Trying to yeah. take you down. <laughs> Sabotaging you. I, I went to, where was it? It was Emerald City Comic Con and saw Pat Rothfuss and went to shake his hand and he did the fist bump and I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. I'm gonna do that at the next con. And the next con I went to was in Argentina <laughs> where I, I signed for about 2,000 people and got to cheek kiss a, b at least half of them. <laughs> so culturally, sometimes you run into problems. Cheek, and cheek bumps, forehead to cheek, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's basically all we're doing. I'm all about the air kisses. I think, I think air kisses should be. Mm -hmm. What else is in your little, uh, your little package there? Well, I always bring my own signing pens. Um, so I have a manga edition, which has a glossy page, so I need to bring a Sharpie, and, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm sure you guys have similar things. I'm sure, Howard, people sometimes wanna, want you to sign the cover and stuff like that, so I bring a highlighter pen for program items I might want to go to. Mm. I bring a seam ripper. That's a mystery. I have a, uh, <laughs> I have a, <laughs> I have a Sharpie Sherpa, which is a, a, like a canister barrel, uh, shell for a Sharpie, and it ensures that I always know which Sharpie is mine. Because a regular old Sharpie often just walks away because it's a Sharpie, but my uh, Sherpa doesn't. Yeah, this is, this is more a pro thing, but I always bring um, a pack of Post-its. Yes, Post-its. Uh, Post-its are very useful, particularly if you've got this signing line where you're like, write down your name. Um, you, you'll be surprised when you're signing someone's books how easy it is to misspell a common name. Uh, to write what they're saying instead of what their name is, or to write mm -hmm. the person you're thinking about, or to write Dan because he's talking to you. Um, <laughs> the, and the last, the last con I went to, I signed in a row three Haley's, and all of them spelled it differently. <laughs> or you can go to somewhere like France, and 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 someone in line will yeah. say and then she'll write it down, and it's Helen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite story like this. I um I. I teach a class, and I'm pretty bad at remembering my students' names, they'll tell you. Um, but one time, one came through my line, and I recognized them, I remembered, and I'm like, oh, I remember you, and started signing their name and writing it, and they're like, actually, I'm her twin sister. <laughs> so, just having them write, the, have a post-it where you're like, write down your name, even if you think I know what it is, so that I have it in front of me while I'm writing in your book. The I, one that gets me is, uh, you know, oh, you know, my, my name is John, and this book's for Eric. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I've done that too. I also bring a notepad. It can function similarly. Mm. Um, but it is also just like on panels if you want to scribble notes. I mean, you can do it on your phone, but sometimes it looks a little rude. It's like you're looking right. something up or something. Yeah, I always feel bad when I'm doing that. I'm like, really? I'm participating. I'm looking at I'm writing down a thought. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the notebook actually, do you, are you one of those writers that uh, likes to have the notebook to jot down story ideas as they occur to you? I do, yeah. Uh, it's not as frequent at conventions. It's mm -hmm. like a different part of my brain is engaged when, when I'm at a con. So. When I was, when it was early and Dan and I were attending a lot of these conventions as aspiring writers, as aspiring pros, um, a lot of them have really good writing tracks. And I got more ideas during the writing tracks at these cons than I would have for the next six months. Um, and so it became vital. It's the one time that I really needed that notepad was when I go and see the random things. You'll go to panels about, you know, this is, this is how you take care of a horse. And you're like, oh, and you didn't know how little you knew about taking care of horses. Um, but well, also so that- someone you know, will invite you to a party. You yeah, write that down. Yeah, 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 definitely. And you know, so the notepad, very useful. And <clears throat> I found that I lose the notepad less than I lose digital versions, mm. which is silly because the digital versions are like, you know, supposedly permanent and can go on the cloud and stuff. And I just forget where I wrote them. But if I have a specific notebook, I can always go find that. Mm-hmm. 
They're very We're, good for sharing contact information as well. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that, that brings this one to mind, which is business cards. Oh, there we go. That looks like a mini football suitcase. Isn't that adorable? Like, like the president's football. <laughs> like like right. it should be handcuffed to you your look, wrist. Yes. You know. <laughs> oh. Ooh. It's a little velvet interior. That is pretty nice. awesome. <laughs> uh, one of the things that's, uh, that's in my kit is my, uh, uh, I've got a, a neck wallet that I use for badges, and that has my business cards in one pouch, and your business card gets slid into another one, so I'm not putting them in my pocket. I'm not offending the, the nice Japanese person for whom a, a business card is a treasured artifact. Uh, and then at the end of the convention, I flip it open, and I can go through all of the cards at once. You know, having a system to deal with cards and bookmarks and things like this, particularly as the new writer coming to the convention, can be very useful. Um, you know, the first few into, I get home and I'm digging these things out of pockets, trying to remember which one was the editor from this publishing mm-hmm. house and what was this one. And this one was, you know, the random person who wanted me to give them money. That one I don't want to keep, but it had to go in the same pocket for the reasons that Howard's mentioning. Having some sort of system that you're going to deal with these. Right now, I actually, if I get it one that, that is important to me, I take a picture of it and email it to my assistant and I say, do the same thing. this is what this is and why you should pay attention to it. I uh, go back to my room or sit down at lunch and then at dinner and make a note on all the cards I've collected, just like, which is why when you are printing a business card, you should have a non-glossy side with some blank space on it. Yeah. So because, everybody can take notes on who yeah. you are. Write, writing notes on business cards is it's really rude a vital in Japan, function but of the business card. It's a nightly ritual for me. I pull them out, and you know, if there's a big stack, I will write everything I remember on the back of that card because I'm not going to remember it tomorrow, and there's going to be a fresh stack of cards. Yeah, and prior to having a good business card system, I would get home from a convention, and invariably there'd be at least one and usually a handful that I didn't find until they'd been through the wash. And then they were illegible piles of wood pulp. Contact pulp. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. <laughs> Let's go ahead and stop for our book of the week. We actually have two this week because one, we're not sure if it's on Audible or when it will be and one we know is. So, Gail, you're going to tell us about these. All right. So the first book is a brand new book by Kate Elliott. It's called Court of Fives. It's young adults. It's absolutely spectacular. If you are a fan of ancient Egypt or gladiatorial games or the Olympics, the old original Olympics, or um, Tamara Pierce, I really got a kind of Tamara Pierce vibe off of this book. Uh, It's really, it's a marvelous book. It's basically about a girl who's lower class and kind of disguises herself in order to participate in these, in these games and uh, lots of family drama and adventure results. Excellent. And your own book? And my own book. The other book, which is on Audible, is my latest book, which is called Prudence. Um, I write very comedic uh, 
steampunk, basically. There's a, quite a bit of romance in my stuff as well, and which you can tell because the first covers of the series are pink. <laughs> make sure people know. Uh, and this is a, a crack team, or possibly slightly cracked team, of uh, adventurers on a dirigible roaming around the crumbling British Empire trying to fix things and really just causing more problems. And Gail is an excellent writer. I've read her work and oh, highly recommend you. it. Um, you, if you want to pick up a copy of Prudence by Gail Carriger, you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. Start a 30-day free trial, download a free audiobook, and enjoy some of Gail's work. I actually listened to yours um, off of Audible. That's how I listened to Solace. So. And this series, if you grew up during the Nickelodeon years, is read by Moira Quirk, who uh, some of you may know, but she's a fantastic reader. Uh, very British. So let's go on to what else you have. What else I brought. That you bring. Yes, yes show, show and tell, and tell. time. So I always bring my own, this is for the pros, I always bring my own name tent because they don't always, A, know you're going to show up for a writing excuses panel, um, or uh, B, they don't always have the printers working or something at, at conventions, so I think it's a good idea to bring the name tent so people know how to spell your name. For those of you <laughs> not benefiting from the video feed, which we don't have, uh, <laughs> of the four people at the table, Gail is the only one <laughs> with a table tent. Uh, um, well, Howard's not even officially on this panel <laughs> because he didn't tell Worldcon he was going to be here because he didn't want them to make him work. Uh, <laughs> I'm, actu- work to I'm do. actually not here until tomorrow either. Oh, man. They They're going to shut us down if they find you too. <laughs> you can hide in the smuggling compartments. Now, I, you mentioned name cards. Do you have like other promotional material that you carry around? I do. I also bring a cover of my latest book. I usually bring, I have the covers for all of them. And this is the cover that my publishing house sent me for approval. So, and so on the mass market paper, paperbacks, they'll just send you the cover and it's mm-hmm. just really, it travels easy. You don't have to bring the whole book to weigh down your suitcase. It's not, it is a matter of convention politics, whether you're kind of allowed to display your cover or not. It's Mm -hmm. not always done. Um, But like, for example, at French conventions, they insist upon it. So um, I just carry one with me to be on the safe side. Um, And I at least will have it at my my signing line so people know who I am. If you don't know what I look like, at least identify my books. Now let's say some of our, um, our audience is an aspiring pro doesn't yet have anything um, published, what would you recommend they bring? They can't bring cover flaps. They probably don't have them. Uh, would you recommend they bring sample chapters and things or not? Eh, I don't know. Occasionally, at least back in the day, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been a pro for almost a decade now, but um, you might run into an editor who would say, you know, ooh, I like your pitch. Give me a sample chapter. But I, I think that's very unusual, and I would recommend against handing it over to your fellow professionals. Yeah, I would recommend against that too. Though I will say that more and more conventions, they are doing um, meetings with agents, meetings with editors. Some of these are what we call um, blue pencil or red pencil, where they take a page of yours and, and do a revision on it. You'll probably know ahead of time if they're going to do that. Um, but the other thing to do sometimes are pitch sessions, or I did one at a convention uh, two years back, I guess, that was kind of like American Idol, where you, they read a page, and you like all critiqued it, um, and things like this in front of the audience. So there are opportunities for getting some of that done, and there are lots of workshopping. So look ahead of time. You'll know if you need to bring something. You may need to bring multiple copies for a, an entire workshop group. 
And I know we're talking to writers out there, but the single best thing I think you can do to prep for a convention is get your elevator pitch up and running. Yeah. And make it short and make it like really that elevator ride is all you got. Don't pigeonhole somebody and talk their ear off about your concept. Just get your pitch going. And I'm sure you guys have. Oh, yeah. Have, um, and Dan episodes. and I had to do that a lot during the early days. And usually it wasn't on the elevator. Usually they would stop right outside the elevator, let us pitch <laughs> while they're waiting for it to come. So it's when the, the la- that light turns on and they want to leave that you better be done. It took me seven years to come up with the one-sentence pitch that made <laughs> merchandise move, epic science fiction, four panels at a time, and then I would hand somebody a flyer or a card, and that was enough to, that was enough to build interest. My editor, who's the senior editor at Orbit, likes nothing better than finding the greenest writer in a bar when everyone is very drunk of an evening and forcing them to pitch at that exact moment. (laughs) (laughs) She fancies herself very mean and vicious, and she wants to see the terror in your eyes. So practice it also if you intend to drink. Practice it drunk. Tonight, on Tonight, on Whose manuscript is it anyway? (laughs) Gail, is there anything else? in your convention kit, or we run through it all. Oh, I have one more, which again is for the pros who listen, but I listen to writing excuses, so I think, uh, I, I, I think there are pros out there, or, or burgeoning pros, which is I always bring a sign-up sheet for my newsletter, Ooh. which is a trick from the self-publishing world. I, I also listen to a lot of self-publishing podcasts. I think they have crafty, crafty ideas. Um, and it's just that uh, when somebody's at a coffee culture in a signing line... And, and they've come to see you, then uh, this is a good way to, to get people to sign up for your newsletter rather than sending them several clicks away to a website. Yes, yeah, studies consistently show that a newsletter is the thing with the most buy-in, uh, meaning if people sign up for that, you get the most, re- they regard it the best. It's, it's the best thing you can do marketing-wise is um, to have a, a mailing list. And not abuse it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, if I can, if I can uh, reiterate that in another way, when you've gone to all this trouble to make that contact, to make that connection, handing that connection to Facebook or to Twitter, you know, letting that be the service by which people connect you is essentially surrendering all of your hard work to an external party. So true. If you put it on an email list, you know, get them to sign up on your website or something. Uh, then your hard work is far more likely to pay off. Is anyone here because they got our email list, mine? Uh, We occasionally send one out that is regionalized. So if people live in a certain area, we can send directly to them. Did we send those out this time, Peter? Uh Uh-oh. No. (laughs) We forgot. All right. I I have one last one, which you started this out with, which is I always bring exclusives to a convention, or I try to. So I bring something that if you, like, just come up to me and say hi... I'll give you this one thing. And there's a limited number. Um, like, I brought these playing cards that I had somebody made for me at a, at a steampunk event. So I brought them here this time. That kind of thing. That's very cool. Uh, oh, Howard's pointing out badges that you can... Yeah, we, we make uh, little badge ribbons that say, I'm out of excuses. All right. Well, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much, Gail. Thank you. Audience. I am going to leave you with a writing prompt, as is customary, and our writing prompt is, um, character gets approached when they're drunk to pitch for something very, very, very important. (laughs) And that's your writing prompt. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.